0: Hello and thanks again for tuning in to the Brand Matters Show, where your weekly podcast about branding and technology. Today I want to talk about the Amazon Treasure Truck and what it means for branding, especially branding of, of such an online and traditionally not so sexy brand. So if you haven't heard of Amazon's Treasure Truck, it's a mobile retail initiative. And by mobile, I mean on wheels, not a mobile device. That started in February 2016. And it's rolled out to about 25 cities in the U.S. and uh, will continue expanding to more cities as they go. Treasure Truck just recently came to New York, and the day that it came to New York was the launch of the SNES Mini from Nintendo. And so on the day of the launch, Amazon announced that the Treasure Truck was in New York and it was selling the SNES. And for people who hadn't been able to reserve it, people who had struggled with you know it getting sold out right away online... This was a great opportunity to not have to wait overnight at the Nintendo store or GameStop. Just head down and pick up an SNES. So I know there were a a few folks that got it. I I don't know how big the stock was, to be honest. I imagine there weren't that many units. But even just offering a few and getting the word out was a really great way to enter the city, to enter a new market with this special initiative. And we'll be honest, the treasure truck is not going to be this big mover on the bottom line for Amazon. It's not super profitable they're selling things at a discount but what it's doing is building brand loyalty and that's extremely valuable in the long term especially when you combine it with a healthy business and a healthy core fundamental of uh, what's your what you're offering your customers some of the things that Amazon truck has done are giveaways so they've given lucky customers trips they did a midnight release i think it was for the Harry Potter and the cursed Child book so people could go and get the book right as it comes out for, for fans. They've had a few musicians come and do little mini concerts and costumes that people have dressed up in to do photos. They've, uh, on a hot summer day, I think they did a an ice cream truck where they just sold ice cream like a traditional truck would. And they've done some food experiences where people could go and, and eat. The decoration of the truck, it looks kind of like a carnival or, or like a you know, pretty exciting food truck. And And that's a really uh, fun piece of it is providing a a physical way to connect with the Amazon brand where in the past, there haven't been as many of those channels because it was traditionally a a very online-focused brand. What Treasure Truck reminds me is that the best brands know that they're not just selling things. They're selling experiences, stories, and a lifestyle. And that's something we need to remember when we get involved with branding. Amazon, when it started... The unique experience that they were offering was online sales, because for so many people, Amazon was one of the first places where they bought something online, that and maybe like eBay or uh, another, another option. And originally, the Amazon experience was unique because you didn't have to go to the store. One of the greatest products that Amazon ever built was Amazon Prime you know, the annual subscription that comes with that free shipping, because they found a way to bring customers into a club and say, look, you're a member. And the more you use this membership, the more value you get out of it. You don't have to think about shipping in the early days of online sales. Shipping and handling was always this crazy markup. And people would always think, why would I buy this online when I can buy it cheaper? So that was the original experience that Amazon provided. But I think what they recognize is that e-commerce isn't meant to destroy brick and mortar retail. It's meant to improve it because when you take the pressure off some of the purchases to go through the online process and through shipping, then you can make your retail experiences more magical and better for the customer. One thing I will note is that Amazon has historically had pretty poor customer service. And I understand they have a huge volume of orders. They can't take a phone call for every single book that was ordered. But at the same time, Amazon hasn't been known for being easy to interact with a human. For a long time, their phone numbers were uh, obscured. So it was impossible to find a way to call in and and get help. But if Amazon wants to be a brand that is both offline in the retail world and online through its uh, traditional website and, and other ordering channels, then it needs to really have a brand that is associated with customer service. And I think that Treasure Truck is a really neat way to do that. The way Treasure Truck works is you can choose the truck that's in your city and sign up for text message notifications. And then when they have something for sale, you'll get a text saying... You know we're gonna be in this neighborhood for these hours and if you want to buy something go ahead and buy it and bring the qr code to the truck and it's almost like a amazon deal of the day but you have to go actually pick it up yourself today's deal uh, was a sous vide immersion stick and it was like a 30 something percent discount and you know if you were in the market for a sous vide cooker you might place your order and then run over to the truck the day that i decided to buy from the treasure truck they were selling Halloween candy. This was a few days before Halloween. And for something like eight dollars, you'd get a five pound bag of candy and a little pumpkin. Classic me delayed buying candy for trick or treaters, and so I needed I knew I needed to go get some candy. I hadn't bought it on Amazon because I hadn't thought about it, and I hadn't bought it at the store because I that's not part of my routine to, to go through stores lately. When I looked up the Location of the truck, it was just a few blocks away from me. So I placed an order, headed out, bought my candy, and and got the pumpkin. And then they had a little mini golf station set up where I could putt to try and win a little tea light candle or like a little electric candle to put in the uh, jack-o'-lantern. So I played that game. I got a couple stickers and some coasters and tiny candle and went home. And to be honest, the pumpkin was pretty small, I already had a pumpkin from going pumpkin picking, so I didn't really need a second one. But what they did was give me an exciting experience, something that I could share with my friends in the neighborhood. Say, hey, there's this truck that's selling candy if you want to, if you need to get ready for Halloween. My wife ended up carving the smaller pumpkin as well. So the boys have these two pumpkins, one of them from Amazon and one of them from a farm. So what Amazon managed to do was use the treasure truck to create this delightful experience. And it wasn't perfect. The truck was parked in this parking lot. So when I went up, there was like a car honking at me to get out of the way. It was pretty far on the west side of Manhattan, so very industrial area. It's next to like a car dealership. But overall it was fun. And I think we need more of these types of experiences from from great brands because so many of our interactions are impersonal that having something fun like this is a way to really stand out. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I find that retail experiences, especially from the big box brands lately, have been really sad. A lot of times I go into a store, a store like Toys R Us or sometimes Best Buy or Target, and depending on the neighborhood and depending on the store, it doesn't feel like they're trying. And I don't know if it's Individual employees don't always feel motivated to own the the bigger brand experience, like putting things where they need to be, keeping things in stock, helping customers to find things. I have some good experiences at, at places like Target, but overall, I think when I go into a retail store, my mentality is to expect that it's going to be sad. And this is not how things used to be. But some of it is because e-commerce has put such tight pressure on brick-and-mortar stores. It's it's actually made it difficult for, for retail to survive, and it's taken some of the extra energy out of that. At the same time, there are a lot of great physical stores and, and retailers. There is hope, but often the hope comes from these boutique shops rather than the bigger brand stores, which are just... You know, we call them big box for a reason. For instance, I went to this toy store in Maine called uh, Treehouse Toys recently. And it's like decorated with all sorts of little fake tree um, jungle scenes. They've got the train table out for kids to play with. Um, they had like, you know, a, a little reading area for the books. And if you needed to go um, like, change a the diaper, they had, like, you know, a diaper table and stuff. So so they thought through how to make it a place that kids would want to go to and, and parents would want to take their kids. And yes, they want you to buy things, but they're not so focused on, oh, hey, we need to make sure that everything is the perfect margin and everything everyone who comes in spends the most money. It was more about creating a positive experience with the customer. And that was a good example. And I think it contrasts with some of the experiences I've had at the corporate toy stores lately. Treasure Truck's not going to be a super profitable division of the company because they are selling things at a discount. But Amazon understands that their goal is not to make the most money today. Jeff Bezos has a famous quote where he says, your margin is my opportunity. And what he sees is like high profit industries are asking for disruption because other companies will come in who can find ways to... Slice those margins, and in doing so, find a way for them to make a, a new business model for making money. Now, I realize the goal of razor thin and thinner and thinner margins is dangerous. It's dangerous for employees because you get seasonal employees at Amazon who are just being squeezed and and worked like crazy in the warehouse. But I do think it it shows one of Amazon's strengths, which is Amazon has for a long time as a company not been focused on short-term profits but rather on building the long-term value of a brand and a relationship with customers that has this greater lifetime value of every customer acquisition rather than just trying to crank the margins up for every single sale amazon's goal is not to make money today it's to capture a bigger and bigger share of your purchases so that using Amazon ultimately becomes part of your lifestyle that's what Amazon Prime did. I know a lot of young people in the u s where Amazon has become the bulk of their purchases. We just take for granted you know when we're shopping, oh, I can Amazon prime it in two days and that that that's just the way we think it's actually flipped so instead of going to the store to get our most of our goods and buying from online to get the occasional product now most of our purchases default to online and going to a store is an inconvenience when we forget something like we forget milk so between uh, subscribe and save which we can use for the bigger household goods prime for anything that we need amazon has become this destination that we just default to Truth is, sometimes Amazon's prices are higher. And so now we're spending more to shop online. But because of the convenient shipping, because of the reliability, because we're already buying from other things, or we have the Amazon store card, or we have the gift cards, it just makes sense to buy things from Amazon. And the more and more they take of the share of your purchases, the better chance they have at creating the kind of scale they need for margins that can beat their competitors. Amazon knows that it can sacrifice the immediate margins for scale because they run the kind of operations and logistics that make their profitability possible. One critique I do have of Amazon lately is that the third-party sellers have made the Amazon shopping experience online worse. And that's because you get sellers who are marking up products, you get counterfeits, you get off brands, you get fake used stuff or just poor shipping experiences where someone's shipping the product from another country and so it takes longer to get there. I'd love to see Amazon get serious about cleaning that up because right now those sellers are degrading the experience on Amazon and making me want to spend less on the site. And over time that's going to damage the Amazon brand and it's going to get in the way of their domination play to get more and more of your spend. Another weird thing that Amazon did was the Amazon Key service where you can use a smart lock to let the delivery person into your house to drop off a package. Packages getting stolen is a real problem for customers, especially in certain neighborhoods or certain living situations. But letting someone in your house doesn't seem like the the right solution. And Amazon definitely doesn't have the kind of brand and trust to really get a key to your house. So I'd encourage Amazon to think through on the branding side, finding another solution that maybe doesn't push so much into uh, customer privacy and security. So maybe you could have like an, an Amazon, like a secure Amazon box where, you know, there'd be a lock code that Amazon can use and it's bolted, you know, to your porch or I know they do the Amazon lockers and buildings. I'd just love to see Amazon rethink, okay, making this camera to watch your door so that we can let a stranger into your house. Just There's no real positive way to talk about it. Even the, the marketing for that launch was, was just kind of creepy. So Amazon Treasure Truck, let's see more of that. Let's see less of the Amazon key and less of the totally fraudulent sellers on Amazon that are just making the shopping experience a bummer. So that's what we've got for today's show. If you live in one of the 25 cities in the U.S. that has treasure truck service, you should check out the treasure truck page and sign up for text because you might be able to win a fun experience or, uh, you know, buy something at a discount when the treasure truck rolls out for the day. Thanks again for listening to Brand Matters. I'm your host, Josh Ong, and this show is produced by Sebastian Liu. See you next week.